Welcome to the Disney Hour Express podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Rob. We are two hopelessly romantic Disney enthusiasts. Sharing fun stories, secret tips, and family travel experiences. If you are a Disney newbie, or maybe a season pass holder, we hope you find this information helpful. We turned our love of Disney into a unique boutique travel agency that books Disney and Universal vacations. We've got a lot of stories, so cozy on up, choose your favorite drink, whether that be a cocktail or a hot chocolate, and enjoy the Disney Hour Express. Hey, hey, welcome to episode 56. Hey, We're hey. so glad you're here. Hey, hey. Hello. Hey, hey. What's happening? Like the little, what? what is he, a chicken or a duck or what? What is hey, hey in Moana? He's a chicken, right? Yes. <laughs> but he's like a really skinny chicken that now, eats rocks. Well, you think, well, hey, hey, be in Moana too. That was just announced. How could he not be? He uh-huh. was a good character. Maybe they'll have another you know originally animal moana was thought to be a series it was going to be it was going to be a series on disney plus uh-huh. and then they kind of surprised everyone just with the full length yeah movie. moana 2 oh i see what you're saying i see yeah 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 so that was like kind of a big deal that was something that just uh, came out this week yeah you know though when when moana came out i felt like it was like whoa like we hadn't seen i guess frozen had come out and that was great but like i feel like there had been a bit of a gap before moana came out and that was like a big deal huge Mm -hmm. i mean heidi and i saw that in theaters like multiple times (laughs) i I just watched um a fourth fifth of it because i fell asleep at the end Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Notorious. But um, going back before we get into our show, we just want to say that uh, this week can go expletive itself because this has been a tough one for <laughs> us here at the uh, the DHE headquarters. What do you mean? It's been amazing. I don't have after skunk smell that happens every few minutes. What? So, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, on um, Tuesday, uh, the celebration of the day of my birth, as we're waking up, I just, I let the dogs go outside and I'm going to do things and again, you know, bringing Abby coffee. And then I'm like, oh, I smell skunk. And then like I run out to hear the dogs barking and it was horrific they just they had it both pinned, right in the face they had it pinned underneath the um, uh, vehicle in our driveway uh-huh. and it was just getting them both yeah One. you know what i've just realized we haven't even gone into that particular vehicle <laughs> to not. like try to yeah fix it yeah <laughs> it's been too much that was too much. We've been so busy fixing the issues in the yeah. house with the smell. So as oh if, as if that wasn't bad enough, which yep. has been a multiple day. Terrible. Right. Because we spent all day Tuesday, like, well, yeah, cleaning and then like 
So, and like, just a side note, Monday, I told Robbie he had to come home from work early because one of our kids was sick. And so I couldn't manage everything. So it's already started off to be like this week from hell, right? Yeah. So, So, yeah. So So then Tuesday morning, Tuesday morning, it was just, it was like skunks and like, all right, the kids aren't going to school because it was too much. It was too much. Because we knew that they were going to smell. We knew certain items smelled. And so it, it was just... So yeah, like, forget we about it. doing all that and like working and um, Abby was like trying to prepare. Abby was being a really awesome wife and trying to make me feel as um, my birthday as special as possible amongst all this oh mess. So she was busy doing stuff. And it was and it seems to always happen on our birthdays that somebody gets sick or something yeah. happens and like our family can't mm. come over. Yeah. So and like that's all who we like invite mm. right for our birthday. Yeah. So it's happened for multiple birthdays now. Oh, and it's starting to get personal universe yeah. like what's going on so it was like on top of that so bailey being sick she also like had strep like not an official diagnosis but that was the unofficial yeah. diagnosis was strep throat um yep so we had that wednesday we tried to bring the kids to school that's right. So I met the school <laughs> nurse outside of the school because she said this has happened before where the moms think that they've gotten mm. all the skunk smell out, but they really mm. haven't. So I was positive. Like I had spent all day washing yeah. and crazy and, um, you know, spraying and spritzing everything. And um, the nurse gave us the no go. <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> you will not be admitted yeah, exactly. <laughs> to school. So, so I was family. so surprised. I had like my bags. I'm ready to go to work. Yeah. And I'm like, now what do I do? Yeah. Right. So this was like a true husband and wife moment. And Rob might be upset that I'm sharing this. But but like, I, I called him yeah. because I was like, just out of my mind. Like, what yeah. do I do? And I'm just like, I have these kids in the car and I'm so stressed yeah. out. And like, oh, my gosh, like what? I'm just bringing them to work now because yeah. now we're going to smell up the office. And Rob's response was, I'm, sorry. I'm so I, No, no. It was like, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Oh, I'm so sorry that you have to deal with this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but in any yeah. case there was just like so total silence and like of course like what is he supposed to say right nothing like there's nothing you like, can say at that moment he was already in his office and so i just i had to bring the kids to mine and um but but then asterisk because at the moment i was there was no one in my office uh-huh. then when someone came in and I asked them, does this smell like skunk in here? And they're like, yeah, it does. <laughs> so basically, like, they're like, please leave. So Rob. I was like, all right, I'm packing up. Packed up my laptop and came home. And Abby, I'm coming to get. The, I'm coming to get the kids. Yeah, so, she, so he came all the way to my office, which yeah. is really out of the way. Yeah, and really. uh, only twenty minutes. Got the kids and uh, brought them home. And I just made everybody in my office suffer. Now throughout the day, I realized that it was my cell phone case that had the biggest smell of all, mm-hmm. because when I was washing the dogs so many times to get the skunk yeah. smell off, I think the smell really seeped into my hands. Mm-hmm. And what do I touch all the time? I touch my cell phone and the cell phone cases are plastic and the plastic holds that smell Mm. so bad so i had to throw out my cell phone case so Mm. then comes yeah so we're just like at this point you're just kind of shot and you know and then Mm. i think it was just like towards the end of the day and then heidi started complaining like Mm -hmm. 
I have a sore throat. Like, oh, uh, okay, and I'm telling you, when I got back, I looked in her because I went to Walmart and got more cleaning supplies. Uh-huh. And when I got back, I looked in her throat and you guys, it was like classic every yeah. strep throat picture you ever looked yeah. at online, like ever. Like it was, wow, it was a different universe in there, I'm telling you. And so... We're- Try, yeah, she, I was like, Abby okay, tried to like no, call, like yeah, immediately right call away. the doctor, <laughs> and it was like too late. Like, like they just yeah. closed their office. You're like, oh god, all right. Yeah. So here we are. And then you, so you're now like you have to take another day. I have to take Somebody had to take another yeah. day off. Um, and uh, unfortunately, Abby usually draws the, the short straw on that front. Mm-hmm. So she took Abby. Um, she took Abby's. I need the doctor, mm-hmm. and the doctor's like, yeah, she tested positive for strep. Yep. Um, like pretty much right away and the doctor also said she's like wow this is a classic case of (laughs) everything that strep looks like and as soon as she said that as soon as abby texted me oh yeah heidi has strep i felt a twinge just in the back of my throat and i hmm (laughs) now throughout the course of the day i'm I'm getting worse and then now i also have strep throat (laughs) so so i had to take friday off it was just yeah yeah i don't know um meanwhile meanwhile we're still cleaning and i'm like just discovering the smell coming from new places and i'm like what is going on that's the thing with the skunks is that you always kind of you kind of lose the scent of it but then you all of a sudden you just get it it just comes back again like then you don't know what it is and then we're like cleaning the dogs constantly and bathing them does not help and it's just what a nightmare. Yeah. Every time they get wet, which of course it's raining today, the smell mm. like duplicates. And so anyway, that was our long introduction. And I'm just saying that as far as I'm concerned, this week can go crash into itself like a Skyliner. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a doozy. It so. And, so here we are, that's, two so, parents exhausted by sick children, and, skunks. So, and that, and and that kind of leads life. into, right? That's a, maybe we could call that a weird but true. That's true, because we're talking about weird but true yeah. events that happened at Disney. Are you ready? And there was a little bit of foreshadowing, if you didn't catch that. <laughs> oh, I heard it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to actually start off with animatronics gone wrong because i think we've all at some point in our life seen some sort of strange animatronic but my favorite story was over at the carousel of progress and yes rob i'm gonna make you go on the carousel of progress this year wait how does that song go again (laughs) it's a great big beautiful tomorrow (laughs) anyway if you could see the the finger movements right now it's it's worth it it makes it all the better well, this ride is a really, a really big favorite to many people who like swear by it, go to it every year, while others are just like, what's, what? Is the Carousel of Progress still around? Right? Where is it? Because it's, uh, you know. Where is it? I have no idea. I don't remember. <laughs> it's been so long since I've been because nobody will go. I know we pass it. Where does it lie? Anyways, in 2020, John Progress, who is the animatronic no narrator and main character of the attraction- name lost a hand but it wasn't just like he lost a hand and it was like by his side it was like it was mid his arms were up in the air like kind of at a let's say like they were what would you call this 
where your arms are they're kind of like bent so that the hands are up in the air in front of him and the hand clearly fell off but not only did it fall off it fell off on the ground like next to the family dog that's also an animatronic so it almost starts to look like this kind of different scene if you know what i'm saying (laughs) the dog's so happy with this weird hand next to him right so uh yeah just just lying around just a little 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 weird there um but obviously and that's weird but true something they could fix now this other animatronic i'm going to talk about was actually a really big deal um back in 2018 another disney animatronic had made headlines when she lost her head the Ursula animatronic at Disney California Adventures from the Little Mermaid attraction was captured on video singing while her head was dangling from her body. So Ursula's famous line, don't underestimate the importance of body language, (laughs) had made a play into this incident for sure. Um, It looked pretty serious because when I'm saying like dangling from her head, I mean, the head was hanging by wires and still talking and singing while hanging. Very, very creepy. All I know is that um, Ursula will never be head of the class. (laughs) nice babe it's probably going to be hard for her to get ahead in life (laughs) dad jokes Mm. to the max very nice well this all of these things like I love to see them because it's like ever since I was a child and went on these rides right I think I've said here that my first ride that I remember going on was the haunted mansion where the room stretches and as a curious kid I'm just like looking around being like this is scary AF but how does it work Mm -hmm. I need to know how it works and so um, I love to see weird little glitches or like rides with the lights on and things like that just to get to know how it's going but it does change your perspective so it takes a little bit of the magic out of it i'm not gonna lie i would never want to see that ursula thing well yeah it just sounds yeah it, it makes it very different now the ursula over in orlando um I, when it first came, I was so impressed with how it looked. I think they were using like kind of new um, body skin, skin for her that mm. really moved very well. Mm. Uh, so I can only imagine like seeing that like, oh, crazy. But then if you think about it, if you saw a, a head like hanging off or anything in the haunted mansion, like would you even blink? You'd just be like, oh, that's part of the ride, right? Yes, yes. I would expect to see like weird, no headed people, yeah, things happening over there, but not under the sea. Not under the sea. You want to take the next one away since you already alluded at it? That well, now we're talking about the to it, yeah, the uh, Skyliner. We're gonna call them Skyliner Scaries. I like it, I like the alliteration. Um, if Oh, see now this is oh see, sorry these is, are my notes she's, so. she's written it in her <laughs> as if she's saying yeah. it's so oh, true so go, you go for i would her. say if anyone asked me what the scariest ride at disney was it would be the skyliner which is all right that is strange but true see, you have that's the weird but true no that, it's the, yeah it's weird but true <laughs> yeah. there's just like you have to fully trust 
that especially when you're over the water that this line that this skyliner is working properly like you just have to trust it like crazy yeah, any that's... other ride like i mean even when we were stuck in what is that uh little uh, peter pan, peter pan yeah. it's like all right if i jump out of this i can probably land on my two legs right no well, if you have to jump out of the skyliner while it's over that water you're jumping into little crocodiles mouths like real ones yeah, okay but that's, so but that's ooh. also i mean that's anything i mean you could also you get stuck on expedition everest and then what are you gonna do you're gonna walk down because uh, you can you can put your feet on anything right, in that what if ride you get stuck on the monorail i don't know i feel like that's like a little less scary no, you're not, not over water you're not over unknown you're just, things you're, you're really not 30, that high on the skyliner like 30 on, on I mean, I'm sorry, on the monorail. Yeah, it's only like 30 feet up, and it's okay. It's it's way not as high as the Skyliner. In any case, I don't know. I just I have I gasp right as especially as we're going into the stations of the Skyliner because you're going in pretty fast. But um, anyways, I mean, this is all because of the crash of, in 2019, the Skyliner crash this was a big one because only a few weeks after the skyliner opened two gondolas crashed into each other at the riviera resort station after a power outage so that was kind of weird and it caused the guests of the rest of the skyliner to be suspended in the air for hours like i'm talking like three hours here passengers told cnn that they were left hanging for about three hours sorry i just said that ahead of time and the reedy creek fire department arrived about 45 minutes after the ride had stalled now okay so the other thing that we have to say about the skyliner is that if you're there on a hot day and in the sun's beating down on you and you're not moving it's like you're in a freaking oven it's hot in there Right? Ooh. It can be. Thankfully, yeah. That means the they But do when have you're those... moving, the air goes through and yes. it's really that's really good. So anyways, yeah, back it to must this. Pretty stinky in there for <sighs> I don't know. Passengers uh, were told that they had to that they could open the emergency kits under the seats, and they had water and first aid supplies. Um, the emergency black box kits revealed that they contained glow sticks, packaged water, and human waste containers. So this actually kind of brought me to the next thought before I knew about these uh, kits: is that like, oh my gosh, you're getting stuck in there for three hours. I would have to pee like at least three times. <laughs> so um, well, those be, waste containers are mine. Thank you, know, you. You'd probably be sweating out the majority of that. That's true. That's true. So 76 people were evacuated and three patients were treated. Only one was taken to the hospital, but the two others refused. So no harm done. But like I am not going to the hospital. I have a Genie Plus. For Seven Dwarfs Mine Train that I have to go to. I got August reservations. Yeah. Heck no. Um, in 2021, again, two gondolas crashed into each other. And um, it did result in some shattered glass at the station. Luckily, no one was inside those gondolas at the time. But it was also at the Riviera Resort Station. Yeah, so what is happening there? So... There's really no way to bypass that, but you're in trouble. Riviera. The Riviera. Shattered glass and shattered dreams on the Skyliner. Uh, Well, another weird but true. 
The Sinking Jungle Cruise of yes. 2020. Sinking Jungle Cruise. We heard a lot about this one. I mean, we're not just talking about the one that the monkeys are driving. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, but you could have joined in and been fine there. Um, so it is funny that the skippers on this ride joke constantly about yeah. being your swimming instructors. I would just like to add that she's editing her notes mid-sentence while she's... <laughs> she realized there's a t- there's a typo and she's adjusting it. I see where this is going. <laughs> well, in February of 2020, you want me to edit that one too? <laughs> one boat went from floating to sunk in about a minute. According to a passenger, everyone was fine and rescued within 20 minutes. From the pictures though, it really looks like the boat took on a lot of water and it didn't truly sink. Trust me, I've seen some sunk boats and that was not sunk. Um, So it wasn't fully underwater. The boat... I'm gonna murder this. It was called Boma Candy Bertha. I like it. Sank at approximately 12:30 p.m. and the ride was shut down for only about 105 minutes to unload the rather wet passengers and tow away the sinking boat. So, some speculated because this was in 2020 that this was a publicity stunt to promote the Disney's upcoming Jungle Cruise movie. What do you think of that? I mean, unless like The Rock, like came in to save those people that were sinking. Yeah, I don't like, see. Like, why would this? Yeah, why? That, that it seems like an awful lot of, um, you know, uh, and, and fuss. It, it just so happened to be a boat that was skipped by Emily Blunt. There you go. Yeah. So they did get to see the underside of water. Oh boy. <laughs> Before this incident, the only other sinking boat reported was in 2004 with when the Sankuru Sadie sank after taking on too much water. So similar situation. And in 2023 over at Disneyland, a boat got completely stuck mid-ride and was immovable. So this boat, again, got hooked up by another boat and tugged the passengers along. They were making jokes about how it was Mm -hmm. saving gas, which is totally Mm -hmm. something that they would joke about. I'm sure the Skips had a bunch. They must have like ride breakdown jokes that they go to. They must. They really must. This was a weird one. Really weird. Weird but true. I hadn't I didn't know about this. Being a Disney drunk junkie, it's really interesting that I didn't know about this one. Did you know about this one? I did not. They had a pool put in down Main Street in Disneyland in 2004. Uh crazy but they did it so disneyland constructed a 164 foot pool three lanes wide and 3.5 feet deep down mean street to host olympic athletes why is it only three and a half feet deep well because they don't really need to stand right they're just kind of what swimming that's weird why is that weird i don't know that just seems like it's way too low like they're gonna be like three and a half feet. Yeah, like they're going to be like skimming the bottom yeah. or something. Well, I don't know. How much do they really there? need to do it? I, I mean, at least six feet. I mean, come on. I don't know. I'm th- I'm like trying to measure my arms and think like if I'm like swimming, like do I need more than three and a half feet to swim? 
I don't know. So the athletes were going, uh, the Olympic athletes were going on a multi-city tour and Disney really wanted in on the action. So this pool <laughs> held 104,000 gallons of water and was heated to 80 degrees. Why? Well, it seems like a lot of trouble, but it only took them about 30 hours to get up in there. I just can't imagine how much money it costs, but uh, they really wanted to get in on that. And if you look at the pictures from them, um, it was fantastic and crowded and what a scene to see. They had the name Disneyland printed down the middle of the pool. So it was definitely like for publicity and the swimmers completed in a relay and the pool was only used for one hour. (laughs) <laughs> I wonder if any guests try to get into it. Yeah, I've got I've got many questions and lots of comments that I'm going to preserve. Okay. Did you know Michael Phelps was one of the swimmers that was in this pool? Get out of here. Yeah, 2004. Seems like so long ago, but he was. I mean, it was 20 years ago. Oh, God. Yep. Help me. Okay, so... Wow, she's had an existential life crisis right in the middle of the podcast. (laughs) I think you're going to have to take this next one, babe. So long, Beatles, or Beatles, as some people might say it. Mm -hmm. Um, So on December 29th, 1974, John Lennon dissolved the Beatles by contract at the Polynesian Resort. That is weird, Mm, but true. Weird, but true. I mean, of all the places, right? Um, it is said that room, you know, what's even weirder that I didn't oh. write in here is that John Lennon, I'm so confused. I, you know, apparently I'm not up to the, up on the John Lennon, Yoko Ono, where they went in life mm-hmm. because he was at Disney world with his mistress okay. that he had apparently been with for like 10 years, but like his son was only eight. I'm so confused. I never knew that he had another mystery because they all say like Yoko Ono was like the reason why the Beatles broke. I'm going to have to do some more music history because. Okay. And stay tuned. Stay tuned for our Beatles podcast. (laughs) uh, Going down the yellow submarine with Abby. (laughs) And that just took a weird title. Um, Okay. Uh, So back to what I was saying before I was not rudely interrupted. Um, it is said that room 1601 at Disney's Polynesian Resort is where John Lennon stayed and signed these breakup docks, as they are so called. Um, which are, are, isn't, isn't that like a thing now in like dating life where the people have like, they like sign like waivers that they, we are no longer together. Do they? I don't know. They uh-huh. sign things that we're getting, right? Don't they sign things like we're now dating or. I don't know, it's uh, dating, imagine. Um, this room is located at the bottom corner of the Samoa longhouse that faces the Magic Kingdom. That's right, it does. Now it looks different because now they have those water um, bungalows, which obviously mm-hmm. weren't there, so the view is a little bit obstructed. But back in the day, it was mm-hmm. really nice. You know, the Beatles had been... Uh, kind of unofficially like broken up since like uh, 1969 is they didn't believe whether the moon landing was true or not 
So that's <laughs> I was just talking to see if she was paying attention and she was looking at her phone. So I didn't know what she was. <laughs> I was um, paying attention because I looked up because that was weird. But this document that uh that, that John Lennon signed that did have to be signed by all of the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ringo. It did, so they signed it prior. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when he signed it. It was the official, that was it. we're done, goodbye Beatles, we no longer work together. Yeah. Kind of interesting. No one's holding yeah. their hand. No. This, yeah. <laughs> weird but true. This one's really weird but true. Right. I would have never thought this. The pardoned turkey. So I don't know if you knew this, but they pardon a turkey at the White House every year. That is true. And it's supposed to be like they don't eat that turkey so this started way back in the 1940s however it's been said that um they did they would pardon and i put this in quotes pardon the turkey but really that turkey was gonna get eaten anyways in life but the i really like right i'm saying the idea really didn't go into actual action until the 1980s when the birds would live out their lives instead of getting usually in a petting zoo or similar during the bush and obama administration so from 2005 to about 2009 the pardoned turkeys were sent to either disneyland resort or walt disney world resort where they served as the honorary grand marshals of disney's thanksgiving day parade down main street nice once the birds were taken to disney they were given expert care which started with dietary adjustments to help them lose weight for better health some fat turkeys <laughs> yeah so at that point as a turkey would you be like Dang it, Disney! <laughs> I don't want to go on a diet. Yeah, I Just mean, I would, me. like, like I got a lease on life, and now kind of crazy i don't know <laughs> according to inside the magic when may and flower those are turkeys names were pardoned by president bush in 2007 they were flown to florida the two chosen via voting online were shuttled by turkey one a special oh, flight boy. named in their honor courtesy of united airlines <laughs> some serious mm-hmm. business here now, I got a question for you. Do you think these turkeys flew first class? I do. I think they did, considering mm. that, like, right? They're the turkeys. United Airlines probably was mm. using this as a big promo. I wonder if they were, like, the only things on the plane. The only idea. turkeys I know of are the United Airlines executives. <laughs> oh, boy. So the names of the turkeys that have been saved over the years were Marshmallow and Yam in 2005, Flyer and Fryer in 2006, May and Flower, as we mentioned, in 2007, Pumpkin and Pecan in 2008, and Courage and Carolina in 2009. Now, you might be asking, they only pardon one turkey, right? Well, they started pardoning two just in case one got sick so that the other one could the pardoned turkey so there you go hmm. <sighs> interesting i like to pardon that story <sighs> i thought it was a good one it was so here's our here's our last one that i wanted to end on um and i don't have too much to say other than uh, this is definitely going to be a story that our grandchildren 
talk about because Disney Paris uh, was known to be a COVID vaccine site for a little bit of time, um, which I think is really interesting. So in 2021, Disneyland Paris became a mass COVID-19 vaccination site. And the idea was to quicken the pace of the vaccine rollout after a slow start and surge in COVID-19 cases. Now, it wasn't held within the theme park because Disney had been closed but it was held outside of the Disney's Newport Bay Club Hotel. They wanted to inoculate a thousand individuals every Saturday and Sunday, and that's what they did. Disneyland Resort in California also had opened a max vaccination site in their parking lot in January of 2021. See, I envision more something like people are like, hey, you want to get on Space Mountain? Yeah. Well, roll yeah. up your sleeve because... Prick, and then there you go. And then there you go. And that was your admittance to Space Mountain, huh? Yep. Interesting, but I feel like more pictures and more ideas of this will come out. I think because it was such a like scary time, you know, we're still kind of mm. not talking too much about it because it's also a very political thing. Yes, but it is. um how interesting. It's definitely gonna be talked about in the future that uh Disney opened their doors and lots to help save the people hey they got space they got to do it there you go that's all my weird but true i had one guy i was doing up a bunch of uh i was looking for some um and you know you find a lot of things just like you know, people getting in fights you know doing this and weird things there was somebody there was a i heard both sides whether it was a mother or a father they wanted to ride uh, the aforementioned space mountain and um, they were going in with like a duffel bag mm-hmm. and they want, they didn't, the cast members didn't want the person to ride. They were like, oh, you know, you're not, you're not able to bring that duffel bag on. It's too big to bring on the ride. You know, could you leave it on the side? Pete, the guy refused or the person refused. And the reason why they refused is because they were sneaking their um, infant. Yeah. <gasps> On no. the ride, yeah. They wanted to bring the, the infant on the ride, and they had no one to take care of it, So, they, but they wanted to go on the ride. Um, child's mom? What's that <laughs> I mean, I don't know, unless they were rolling solo. Oh People are crazy. God. So, yeah, that was one thing. Even though I like really couldn't get confirmation on that, it was more just like on yeah. these various sites that are like things you never believe that happened to Disney. But the one thing that I know did happen was back in uh, this was 2014, the Seven Dwarves Mine Train mm-hmm. was what there was a fire. But, yeah, where it, though? It was like kind of it was outside of the ride, but okay. like because there's lots of trees and foliage, uh-huh. foliage, foliage that uh, surround it, and so there was the fireworks show the magic kingdom fireworks show yeah went off and the embers from the fireworks show caught into one of these you know trees and then like the part of the ride uh, went on fire so it happened at the end of the day yeah. it was at the park and yes. the ride ended up opening you know again because it must have been a late night i wonder how often that happens though that embers kind of toast something over there because or anywhere because we saw you know in the backstage you see how they kind of have water running all the time on top of the buildings yeah that's like yeah when abby and i went on our um 
our travel age AEP trip, uh, they ushered us out. We took a bus. We went like to a backstage area and there were just all, all these like um, plastic tents, like huge, like covering yeah. buildings, yeah. Like, these huge plastic tents covering like, you know, multiple storied buildings. And there was just water running down them mm -hmm. all the time. And you're, at first you're like thinking like, why is there water? Yeah, it's not raining. Like, but what's going on? And it's because of the, right after the fireworks. After show. the Epcot fireworks. So yeah. worried about the embers. That makes sense. So weird. Weird, but true. <laughs> but true. Well, what's going on in the world over there? What is happening? Um, we got the Phantom Menace is coming back in the theaters for the 25th anniversary. Oh. Of the Phantom Menace. Are you excited about that? I am not. Okay. I will not be bringing... I can't even bring the kids to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're not going to enjoy it. True. And I'd have to bribe them to go see that movie, and rightfully so. Um, there's a bunch of stuff going on. Tiana's Bayou. They're removing scaffolding. They're shaping foliage. Again, the word that I can't say. That's something. There's um, new limited time bananas. Foster beignets Ooh. are available for Mardi Gras at the Disney's Port Orleans Resort. That's exciting. And bananas they're going to have Foster. their uh, little Mardi Gras parade coming up here right. on Tuesday, that, right? Is that the golf carts? For the golf cart floats. Um, the first time this year, they are going to allow guests to take pictures with the floats at the end and meet the cast members who created them, which is really cool. This is all information that you can be found in the uh, Magical Minute this week. That's right. Go check it out wherever you get um, videos. YouTube. <laughs> YouTube, TikTok, <laughs> our yeah. Facebook page. Instagram. All the places. Um, MySpace. It's one of our top eight. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. The oh, so then the other there there wasn't a lot going on in Disney, but there was um, updates to the 2024 Garden Rocks concert series. Ooh, new okay. acts. Okay, <coughs> who's coming? Now I had a whole thing um, that I was going to do a bit, but as you can see, my voice is getting bad. But mm -hmm. I'm still going to try it anyway. So. Okay, you brace yourself. Bear with me, right? So this is one of the new acts for the Garden Rocks series is Modern English. You know what Modern English? Nope. Okay. He's doing it, guys. I stop this concert because it sucks. <laughs> do, 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 do. I've seen better concerts and I'd rather be there right now. Okay, yeah. I know exactly what you're okay. saying. Okay, yeah, modern English. I stop. I melt with you. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. So that's that. That was one of them. There was something. A group called Fonseca. I have no idea what they are. Another band called Crowder. But they have a bunch of. I mean, this lineup is kind of. Um, no, they have like Rick Springfield is in there. Okay. So. I wish that I was at another concert. I wish I was seeing something better. <laughs> Jesse's girl, I don't know. Um, let's see. There was, oh, there, the Flock of Seagulls. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they sound like, though, but I know who they are. And I ran. I ran so far away. Yeah. Yep. From this concert series lineup. <laughs> 
there was pretty the, amazing. <laughs> there, yeah, we have the plain white tees we talked about before. Um, hey, Delilah, and then there was one of the new uh, additions is the 2000s kind of alt Rocky band lit. And now that I, now right as you say that, I lost the tune in my end. Nope, I lost it. I can't uh, remember how I was going to sing it. It was going to be a good one. I'm sorry. But that yeah. was great. That was a great lineup. Thanks, so, babe. You are welcome. <laughs> um, then over in Universal, uh, again, not too much. We did, there is. There is a troller coaster spider figure appears in DreamWorks Land. Yay! <coughs> it's about the most exciting thing that that's happening. happened over there. Exactly. Slow there's going. There's a spider. There is a spider. But then it's a big, obviously, Mardi Gras is the big thing yeah, that's happening huge. over there. And what do you have to say about Mardi Gras? Oh, it's so fun over at Universal. Um, they have so many food booths and. I mean, you can't go wrong at any of them. They they are got the music, they got the beads, they got everything you could possibly want. It's just a fun time. Make sure you go if you can. Hmm. That's all I got to say. That's all you got to say about that. And just one note, going back to that concert series, I'm making fun of it. All those people are talented uh, musicians. Yeah. They're doing things that I can never do. <laughs> I'm not. I don't want you to think I'm just being a D or anything like that. Um, anyway, I was just having fun trying to make light of a situation, but then again, who's actually going to Disney to see those concerts? I don't know. Really? I mean, we, because of the way we, we did our drink around the world, we ended up there, I think for a short amount of time, just cause we needed a break. So, yes, you know, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, one other thing was that the, <coughs> He's Excuse fading me. fast, guys. Yeah, so this will be the last story. I mean, there was a, uh, they just added a new monster makeover experience at Universal Studios Florida. No way. And what it was, was you would, you know, sign up and you would go through the process of being like kind of turned into a monster of some sort. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember about this happening. Yeah. Uh, it, that was in the past, though. Did they come bring it back? They did. Okay. So it's brought back. It's $125. Okay. And, they, you know, they have a, a professional makeup artist come in and kind of make you up for the day or the night, whatever it is. Um, but then where are you going to go looking like a monster? Just walking around Universal, I guess. That's, uh, that's a bit strange. Is it worth it? So now they started it and it's already, um, the last reservations are already being made. Okay. Gotcha. So it's limited time only. Okay. Huh. And that's really all about it. That's what I got. That's all right. You know, it's kind of like we're just gearing into this different season. We've got the Festival of the Arts still going on. You know what I didn't know when I found out this week is that when the um, painting, you know, how everybody gets a number and gets to go over to the make paint their boxes and stuff over at the Festival of Arts. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. On the mural wall. Yes. When it fills up. They just paint over it and do it again. Doesn't that feel like it's cheating? <laughs> I just want to make that loop. That's so interesting. I'm <sighs> like, what? But but people work so hard to get that mural up there. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> so it's really all about the effort that they're making. I guess, and they don't want to make anybody, I guess, feel left <laughs> out. So 
that's all good. Anyways, uh, Valentine's Day happens this week, so don't forget to say happy Valentine's Day to your beau. And other than that, I think we're going to have to let everybody go because Rob is clearly dying on the other end of this. By the way, how is it that three people have gotten strep throat and I have not yet? Knocking on wood. <laughs> Please don't come for me. I also haven't gone anywhere near Abby in uh, four days. So. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But, but it's impossible to not go near your kids. I'm not scared. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, babe. That's it for today. Have a good week. Stay healthy. This has been a Family Travel Planner Production.